This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Scott Arfield, he's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. It's on the outside. He's on the Quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Brownell. Saved by the keeper. That is magnificent. They deserve that. Yes, hello everybody and welcome along to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast, full-time show with me, Joe Rebbin, after last night's, well, yesterday's diabolical refereeing display at Villa Park. Um, Burnley obviously losing out 3-2 to, to Aston Villa at Villa Park, um, but a very good performance. Uh, it just leaves a bit of a sour taste um, due to the way that everything went down. Uh, Neil, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, it's a pleasure, mate. How are you? Do you have a good Christmas and all that? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yeah, busy one. Um, obviously, I couldn't come on the last full-time show because of uh, family and stuff, but it's the first one with a little one, so it was a bit different to my normal Christmas. But yeah. uh, I'm back now and Sam Skyving, so... Yeah, Sam Skyving now. He's he's not even got an excuse. He doesn't even have a little one, like like me and you no. do. So no. he's he's not even that busy. He just pretends he's busy. He's um, not busy at all, mate. He always, he's always he's got not. a shoot-off. He's not doing all. Yeah, he's not doing all. Sam, if you're watching or listening to this later on, 
Come on, mate, sort it out. Um, but uh, before we get started, I just want to remind you all that the Turfcast podcast, podcast full-time show is officially sponsored by Wave Car Finance. Wave Car Finance are a local car finance company who specialise in getting you your dream car through their fantastic one-to-one personalised service. Their finance-first approach ensures that you can secure the very best finance deal in a deal tailored to suit you, and they can even settle an existing finance agreement and swap your current car into a new one. And to celebrate this brilliant new partnership between Wave Car Finance and Turfcast Podcast, if you mention Turfcast Podcast to them, they will give you a voucher worth up to £200 to spend at the Burnley FC Club Shop on completion of your finance deal. So why not pop down to their stunning showroom in Waller or give them a call or even just send them an email or a message on social media to start your new car adventure today. And don't forget to mention Turfcast because you basically get a free £200 worth of all the Burnley FC merchandise. And the sale is on. They've actually got a sale on that beautiful yellow shirt. So you can get <laughs> you can get several of them yellow shirts if you want. Um, but yeah, get your comments coming in. I'll chat to Neil in a little bit about his stuff. Um, good to see all the usual. We've got Sue in the chat. He says, before we get into the drama, happy new year, Sam, Joe, and Neil. That's not his name, Neil, mate. <laughs> Niall's got right. an A as well, I think, but uh, yeah, I don't know what you're making right. names up now, Sue. You're making names up now, Sue. Be appreciated anyway. Oh, you had a good Christmas, mate. Uh, meme God. Uh, with uh, a beautiful picture of Alan Pace, says VAR checking club badge and Premier League corrupt. But then Sue goes on to say, dodgy decisions doesn't make them corrupt. Referees in PJMOL are donkeys and not fit for purpose, but they are not corrupt. I do agree with that. I know I tweeted uh, corruption yesterday in the heat of the moment, as I will do if it happens to us against Luton and Spurs in the court, because that's what you do. You're a football fan. You tweet stuff in the heat of the moment. I don't think there's corruption there. However... I do think there's an unconscious bias. There's an incompetence, definitely incompetence, but I do think there's an unconscious bias as well. They will always go towards the bigger clubs uh, and especially the home sides in these big stadiums like they did yesterday. Um, I do think that that bias is there. And that's that's the human element of it, I suppose. Um, and, and unless we make every every single rule black and white, we're always going to need a referee. Um, so we're always going to get screwed, basically, because we're Burnley. Uh, Matthew Corbett says, best performance of the season and VAR screwed us over not once, but twice, yes. Um, I think it's it's harsh to just say VAR screwed us over, as I agree. The people in the VAR room should have grabbed the situation by the bollocks and been like, hold on, no, we've looked at this, you're wrong, and they didn't. But the referee gave these on-field decisions as well. Both of them, Stuart Atwell gave both of them decisions. So he's just as bad as VAR, if not worse. Uh, <clears throat> and in fact, it came out yesterday, there's a Luton fan. Um, that's just a bit weird. That's just a bit weird. Yeah, thank God Sam's not here. I'm I'm not one of them for these big big conspiracy theories but I'm sorry but if I were a Burnley fan and I was a referee and I was refereeing a Luton game tomorrow I'd be like well mm, I'll let that one slide because it it happens all over though doesn't it like um, uh, I can't remember his name but that ref who did uh, United v Liverpool and sent Dallow off I can't remember what his name is well he's a Newcastle fan and obviously that game had impact on Newcastle so I just think I don't think refs should be following or publicly following clubs anyway. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I agree with that. But we'll get onto all that anyway. Well, yeah, we yeah. will. Uh, John Robertson in the chat. He's um, the head of West Yorkshire Clarets, and Sam's not here today, mate. So you can't you can't do your uh, your sales pitch on him, unfortunately. But he says he's I not think paid his subs. He's not paid his subs. That's why he's gone he's off. Not paid his subs. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. He says I think we'll go down, but unlike the usual doom and gloom, we'll go down with an unbelievably talented squad that can hit the ground running. Progress is there to be seen. Optimism allowed. Completely agree, and that's something we'll get onto. Uh, the true red, who isn't even a Burnley fan, is a Forest fan. 
He says, errors yet again, but can't take away from how shocking the referee decisions were. That wasn't a penalty. He goes to get the ball, traps over, uh, trips over from his footing. Uh, Gov is up for Forrest yesterday, but that's not, not something that we're happy about, True Red. Um, but I'm sure you are. Uh, Matthew Corbett uh, says, the more times I look at the handball, I'm getting more pissed off at how they can watch numerous replays and still say no handball. What the golly gosh were they watching, he says. Um, always Claret thank you for the video yesterday Andrew he says morning lads still feeling a bit disappointed from yesterday but I think it shows that we're getting better and we will be okay uh, we'll get into that we are getting better I don't think we'll be okay if I'm honest with you uh, John Robertson follows his comment up from earlier he says Foster, Trafford, Orbez, Aurora, Benson, Burge, Brown, Obey are plenty of talent the players leaving will be those out of contract plus maybe two more the squad will be settled now let's beat Luton uh, yes it's it's um uh, yeah, big game coming up. Uh, forget forget Spurs for me. I'm, I couldn't give a flying whatever. Um, forget that one for me. Beat the next two home games. Uh, Samuel Crowder says, how to be the longest wait for a season to end ever? <coughs> I don't know what you mean, mate. It ended about uh, three months ago. Uh, how bad was the M6 yesterday, mate? On the way down, it was a joke. On the way back, I used a toll. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting up with that again. But I didn't realise that you could use a toll if you're coming off in South Birmingham. I thought I had to use the M6. So I... Went through it all on the way down. I was furious. They're not way back. Sat and I like, oh, just go on top. Why didn't you tell me that earlier? Um, it's got very old partridge. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I <laughs> Traffic and travel. Yeah, I, um, uh, Lewis Paul says, anyone know if Bird serves his ban against Tottenham? I believe he does. Somebody in the comments will know more than me. I, I think it is. It's it. a domestic ban, isn't it? Is it? Is that what it I is? Yeah, I think it is. He wouldn't have played in it anyway, I presume. So I might be wrong, we, we, but I think it is. Someone said on Twitter yesterday, so I thought it was the case. Someone said on Twitter yesterday. Um, but yeah, keep your comments coming in. Um, but um, JK says, it, yes, it's not a penalty, but you have to question why Ramsey is trying to control the ball in the 88. We'll get on to that, mate. I, I completely agree with you, but we'll get on to that. Um, but um, Ramsey's, for me, is escaped a lot of criticism, and I'm not particularly sure why. Probably because, well, I know why, because Stuart Atwell decided to... To, to, to be incompetent. Um, although Sui says, I must be in the minority, but I think it's a penalty. Should have just got rid. It's very soft. I know, but he's nicked him in the box and he's, and, 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 and although very lightly, I, I have only seen it back on Twitter after watching it at the time and the, the angle I saw was horrendous. Um, so I can't really comment whether it was contact or not, but the, the referee just could not wait to, as soon as that contact were made, they do that stupid stance that they do where they're about to give a pen, you know, where it looks like he's about to take a crap and he's kneeling down ready with whistle edging towards his mouth. It's like he could not wait to give it the bell in. I was fuming. I was so annoyed with everything that happened yesterday. But yeah, before I go even more, Alan Partridge, Neil, your thoughts on that game yesterday and you know we've got all day mate so take as long as you want yeah well um this sounds really weird right but losing games like that i can take it so at the start of the season i was saying i just want us to go down with a bit of fight um yeah and and which we weren't showing at the start but if if, if we're losing games like that we there's nothing we could have done about that because it was actually a really good performance and it's and we've been hard done by and we've been screwed over by officials but for once, we're talking about that rather than how crap we were. And that's all I've asked for all season is let's just look like we belong there and just put a bit of a fight in. So the positive from yesterday is that we are doing that now. Um, and we are looking like we've got a bit of fight about us. And I love how passionate Vinny was afterwards. Um, because he, because previously, I've always thought he's come out and been a little bit sort of trying to keep the peace a little bit. But you could tell how annoyed yeah, he I was agree. yesterday. Um, yeah, I agree. And and I, and I'm all for that. It shows that there is some fight in there, and that's all we've asked for all season. So yes, I'm, I, I don't 
don't get us wrong, I'm disappointed we've lost. But the manner of the defeat, I'm, I'm all right with that because we've gone down fighting. Uh, but yeah, we did get screwed over. Um, I personally thought we were going to get hammered because um, obviously Villa lost on Boxing Day. Great side as well. And they're a good side. And I thought they'd just be like a wounded animal and come back and absolutely spank us. But I thought we played very, very well. Um, bit disappointed with Sander Burge because he's just got himself into a position where he's probably one of the first names on the team sheet. And now he's done something stupid because that was unbelievably... The board already gone, so just let him go. There's no yeah. point trying to hold him back um, and, and give the referee that decision. Um, especially that but, referee. Especially that referee. But um, how much... How how much better on said that's not the right. How better and how much of a more complete unit do we look when Foster's in that team? It just yeah, works. He's like, yeah. he's like I think I said it in our chat, or I can't remember what I said it, but he's like the oil that just lets that machine work. He's just we just look so much better with him in. Um and it's it's good that he's come back and doesn't look like um he's ever been away, which is which is he's great. He's slotted right back in, he's playing just as well as he was before. Um but yeah, it's just incompetence from the rest, but we see it throughout English football. I mean, yesterday in, uh, I think it was a Brentford game, it took them four minutes to decide whether there was a goal or not. So it's not just in our game that we're seeing incompetence in referees. It's throughout the whole of the top flight that we're just seeing referees yeah. who just aren't capable of doing the job anymore. Um, I think the I think the lines have been blurred between what VAR's responsibility is and what the on-field responsibility is. And no one's really taking ownership of it. So they're all just sort of just, oh, we'll go along with it. And it just needs sorting out. It just needs... Scrapping and then just redefining what VAR is for and then we'll go there. Because to get it right in Europe, European football, it works flawlessly and international, it works flawlessly. Just this country, the referees and VAR are just, they're not working. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, there's just something wrong with it. Like, <clears throat> it's the thing that annoys me the most is PGMOL will come out now and they'll, they'll, they'll dumb down on it and they'll be like, we, we got these decisions right. We feel that there's contact there um, mm. uh, and the handball. The handball, someone, it was a Villa fan, obviously, but someone sent me a screenshot. I blocked him now, so I can't find it. <laughs> um, someone <laughs> sent me a screenshot that said VAR wouldn't intervene for that because it's it doesn't lead to a direct goal-scoring opportunity. Or, or, or sorry, a direct, it, sorry, it doesn't lead to a direct goal, whereas the Sanderberg one I was saw different. That. But, 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 yeah, but at I the same that. time, it's like, I, I don't, surely that it is, a, it is a direct, without that handball, Lyle's in. So I don't yeah. understand. And I didn't even mention VAR, by the way. I think the referee should see that. I saw it at the time. I was 75 yeah, yeah. yards away. How's the referee not seeing that? It's, it's just a complete joke. And, if the oh, ref hasn't, you'd think the Lionel would have. Someone, exactly. someone on the field should have seen it. I mean, it. to be fair, the Lionel was on... I'll give the Lionel his dues. He was on the other side. But I remember there was a point about 10 minutes later where Lyle may or may not have unboiled it because, again, I was on the other side. He was like, that straight away. Straight away. Cut weight. Oh, yeah. just, just a lot of them, man. Like... I think they're very comfortable if it's like a if it's like a, a blatantly obvious decision. They're very comfortable with that. But anything slightly sort of, oh, I might get this wrong here. Uh, they just don't. They don't want to do it on field. And I've said this before, but I personally feel it should just be down to the referee. Um, he should have no one chirping in his ear. It should just be his decision or their her decision because we've got female ones now. Sorry. And if 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 he's if they're not sure, ask for VAR. Not VAR straight away. No, it's wrong. Yeah. It should just be. I'm not sure. Can you help me out? fine, do that. Otherwise, leave it to the ref, to ref. Because otherwise, we've just yeah. been, the games have been officiated by someone watching on telly like us, and it's not. Yeah. It's not right. Um, it's, it's, something needs to change, and I'm not particularly sure uh, what it is. Uh, the handball because rule. I, Go on. It, sorry, mate, but you, I don't know, you, you might remember before, but refs, they, were, they weren't full time before, and there was a massive 
They used to be part-time because there, there was one who used to work at um, Nelson and Cole College, Mike Riley. He used to oh, work at Nelson and Cole. I did not when know I, that. When I, when I was there, yeah, I'm sure he was in accounts or something. And then they all went full-time and everyone was really buzzing that they're going full-time saying, oh, well, it's going to get better because, you know, it's their only job. It's what they do. They can train and all that sort of stuff. But I'd argue that since refs went full-time, they've actually got worse. Um, yeah. and, and all of them seem to be fame-hungry, which is bugging me. They, they love being sent to attention. Um, I've seen that Mike Dean on a, on something recently and he's got a VAR humbug sweatshirt on. Like, oh, look at me and look at this VAR. And it's like, no, you, you're not the focal point here. It's the football. Yeah. But the refs just want to be the talking point, I feel. And it's like yeah. they see themselves as almost famous since they've gone full-time. And it's, uh, yeah, it just needs... The referee should not be the talking point. And VR should not be the talking point. We should be talking about goals and skill and players, not stupid decisions. And it's just getting a bit annoying. The thing that annoys me is, um, like, we're always, like, people used to say this, like, people used to say, we need to, we need to bring VAR in because all we're doing is talking about the refs getting decisions wrong. And now all we're doing is talking about the refs and VAR getting decisions wrong. So yeah, exactly. if, if it hasn't worked, either adapt it to make it work, like you made the perfect example of, like they do a relatively good job with it in Europe, like the automated offsides, for example. Like mm. offside is offside. I don't have an issue with the offsides. My only issue with the offside is that Zeki Amdouni should have released that ball earlier instead of Dalian. Uh, but offside is offside. I would well, change the not... offside. Go on. Sorry, mate. I'm, I'm on about that because I hate it. Um... So you know when you know when the ball's out and they say there's got to be a clear like clear distance between a ball being out and on the line. Why is that not the same for offside? It's why does it count for the ball being in or out and exactly. not for I was just whether my toenail's offside or out? It's I I would change the offside rule to being daylight between the two, like to gain yeah. an action. Because what advantage is Lyle gain there? People will always hide behind it and say that's the rule though. Offside is offside, which I agree with. But we're going deeper into the conversation now and talking about how we could change the offside rule to, to make it better. But I'm not going to sit... We'll get. We'll, we'll be here all, all, all fucking day. Um, so let's let's not delve into that too much. But I do feel like the offside rule should be, you know, where you're getting an actual advantage, where there's, there's clear daylight. Because that's what it used to be. If you were leaning forward a little bit and your shoulder was just a bit off or whatever, you'd be deemed as on because you, you'd be yeah. deemed as level. Whereas now, since VAR's been brought in, you're deemed as off. Like, there's no way that would have been given before VAR. There's just no way. The linesman would have seen that and even the the TV people would have seen back afterwards and gone, he's level there. Yeah, his foot might be slightly, but he's, he's level. That's just what it would have been. But we're bringing inches yeah. into it. There's no advantage there whatsoever. If you've got, but, like, if you've got to get a measuring ruler out to decide if someone's offside, it's, it's pointless. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, my, my issue yeah. with the offsides is he's got no advantage there, but in the current state of the rules, offside is offside. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, keep your comments coming in. We'll chat about Lyle in a little bit. We'll chat about Sander um, in a little bit as well. Uh, and uh, and because a few people um, were responding to a tweet I put out yesterday when I called him a moron, saying, you know, what's it, what else is he going to do? Well, we'll get into that. Um, but keep your comments coming in. Matthew says, any news of signing? Which one? Sorry, there's one there, Leo, about the Wenger rule, because I was going to say Wenger's rule is coming in, apparently. Um, yeah, is, is that what it is? Yeah, that's, oh, that's basically what I've just said. Yeah. So I am, yeah, yeah. I am basically awesome Wenger. I'm sure. I'm sure I heard the Wenger the Wenger rules coming into world football for next season. I'm sure I read that somewhere. Yeah. For those watching on the, um, uh, sorry, listening on the podcast, Leo says Wenger wants the perfect offside rule. Daylight between defender and attacker will create a more attending sport, sort entertaining sport for the fans. I completely agree. And you would be getting an advantage. There's no advantage when you're tall being offside. Uh, that's the mm. problem. Uh, feel free to check Leo out. He's the best photographer 
in Burnley, um, apparently. So, so, he, so he says. Um, but keep your comments coming in. Leo also does say, we played very well against a team who are second in the league. Proud of the effort from the boys. Lots of positives. Win 10 games and we stay up. Um, yeah, well, we've won two so far. Sorry, three so far this season. Um, so we'll, we'll see about that, mate. But um, yeah, probably. What, what, how many points are we on now? 11? I'll just quickly uh, get a table up. Yeah, hang on. I think it's 11 points, isn't it? So Premier League points, table. Yeah. yeah, 11 points. So we need, what, another another 20 will give us 31 quick maths. So another 25 gives us 36. Um, so, yeah. I Ten... don't think, yeah, I think we'll need 30, 31 to stay up looking at the, at the table. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a mammoth task. Yeah, mammoth task. Is, uh... Can't, I can't see us doing that now. I can't, but we'll just go down fighting, which is all I've asked for. Go down fighting. Yeah, well, well, 10 wins, as Leo says, to use his example, will give us 41 points, right? Because that gives us 30 points, so we're on 11, 41 yeah. points. That's a hell of a lot, mate. We don't, we, we will not yeah. le- need that many. Um, six wins, I reckon, keeps us up. Six wins should keep us up. Um, so, because we've got, yeah. as well, that the number of wins we need is assuming that everyone around us wins their games as well, which they won't. Um, so and some of ours are going to come against those teams as well. So if we win them, that's almost like six points. So we won't need that, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, put the wrong comment up there. Matthew says, Honestly, reckon we could beat Luton, Brentford, and Fulham at home. I agree. Uh, just looking at our fixtures, we are now in a, a do or die situation because our next games, not including Tottenham in the cup, are Luton at home, City away, uh, Fulham at home, Liverpool away, Arsenal at home. So we have to, at the very least, out of them, beat Luton and beat Fulham. A- anything less than that, and especially if we get beat by Luton, and I don't mean it with respect to Luton again, before Luton fans dive on me like they seem to every week. Um, you know, obviously that will put them to a point where you know that they're, I think they're currently four points ahead of us. So that will put them seven points ahead of us. Um, so again, mm-hmm. we're not gonna we're not gonna catch them if they go seven points ahead of us at, at, at this at this stage of the season. So at the very minimum, we have to beat Luton and then beat Luton if we're going to be any chance uh, to stay up. But um, I do. You mentioned Lyle already, Neil. I do want to go into yeah. him a little bit more. Um, he he is so good, isn't it? Like we have properly properly missed Lyle Foster, and I know he's been back for a few weeks now. And there's been some comments of people saying he didn't play that well against Liverpool, and I agree he didn't. But he played quite well uh, against yeah. Fulham, um, dropping deep, linking the play up. And he, I know he only scored once yesterday, but he went through on goal twice, and he went through on goal against Luton that time when he scored against Luton. And you mm-hmm. just know. You just know he's going to score when he goes through on goal. And he was yeah. fantastic yesterday. He drops deep, links play up. He's strong. He wings headers, brings the ball down, gets the wingers involved and scores goals. The guy is absolutely fantastic. And we have missed him so much. So much, mate. And everything you just listed there, if you look back over the last few uh, weeks while he's not been in the team, is exactly what we've been saying we need up front. We need someone who's um, going to drop deep, get the ball, comfortable holding it up run and he's yeah he's great and I think we've just seen now how important he is to that team that we've obviously not had him for a little while um, um, and he's back in and we just yeah like I say he's the oil that makes that machine work and uh, we've missed him and again um, it was it's nice to see um, company seems really proud of him as well which uh, I think we all are that he's yeah. uh, hopefully um, 
in a better place and and long may that continue. But yeah, we've missed him and hopefully we've got him for the rest of the season um, and he can kick on. Um, yeah, what a player. Um, I was saying to a mate yesterday, where was this player in the championship? But obviously we know now there's probably reasons why he wasn't um, that good. Yeah, fair point. Uh, fair point. But, but yeah, um, Vinny said, stick by him, he's got a player and he, yeah, he was right. Some players faster. Um, yes, hopefully he uh, we can keep hold of him because there might be some club sniffing around him. Well, uh, me and Sam were talking about it last week, um, and we said that uh, with his mental health issues, um, play, people might not want to go and bid for him just yeah. yet. But if he's playing like he played last season, last season, yesterday, for the rest of the season, then as I think it was Jacob put on Twitter uh, yesterday, that somebody could easily come in and just bid twenty-five million for him. And I was, I was obviously at the match yesterday, but I went on Twitter at halftime and stuff like that. I had a look at what people were saying. There were a lot of Villa fans saying. If Burnley go down, that lads, it's when for a start. But if Burnley go down, <laughs> I'll, I'll have their keeper, which shot me. But he did play well again yesterday. We'll get on to Trafford, and and I'll have yeah, their, that, that, I'll, and I'll have that Foster. So that just shows how well, how well Foster did. If Villa fans are looking at him, who are second in the league and saying, "I'll have him when they go down." Yeah, exactly. And they won't be the only one. Um, yeah, some boy. Uh, I'm so glad he's back. He is what we've missed. Um, yeah, that comment. So yeah, it's good seeing back, and obviously, was you can tell that he's he's happy to be back. Um, yeah, we need him for the rest of the season because uh, it's not worked without him, has it? It's not worked with Joe up front. We don't know. No, it's just not. Um, and I think now we're no. seeing how uh, we all knew Jay was being poor, and I always thought it was quite funny that certain members of his family were tweeting stuff after he scored uh, against West Ham and, uh, and Sheffield United. Um, but uh, he, he had been poor in, in a lot of the games. Uh, and in fact, the thing that Lyle's now come back into the side and he's showing us yeah. what we have missed. He's showing us what Jay doesn't bring to the side. As much as, again, as we gap, all love him, he? I say it every week. Yeah, short as a guy, brings players in. Jay just doesn't do that. He just doesn't no. do that anymore. He just doesn't do it anymore. Um, but as always, keep your comments, Ken. Uh, keep your comments, Ken. Keep your comments coming in. Um, Sui says, Lyle is class. What a sign of a 12 million. He's so rapid and strong. Matthew Corbett says, was so good to see Lyle back. The way he smiled while celebrating, you can tell yeah. that meant a lot to him yesterday. Yeah, you really, really could. Um, and Fanates says, Lyle was average last season. <coughs> Heard yesterday it was his twin brother, Kyle, who played in the championship. Um, well, if my iPhone is anything to go by, it's probably his twin brother, Luke. Because every time I type in Lyle, yeah. it changes it to Luke. And then people, I must be the only one because everyone's always like, who? Who's that? Because I'll put that Luke. I don't put Lyle Foster. I just put, I meant to put Lyle and it changes it to Luke. I'm like, if you see me tweet the word Luke, just just presume I meant Lyle because it, it's my phone yeah. uh, changing it. Um, but I do want to, I do want to chat about a comment that Harry's made. Now, I am typical Joe. I've not watched it back because I'm, I'm a bitter old man. Um, and I haven't seen this incident since. At the time, I shouted for it. I don't know whether or not there was contact. Some of you who didn't go on the game who'll know more than me. You might have seen three or four replays. I have quickly scammed through that, skimmed through the highlights while talking to you guys now. So obviously not on any noise or anything. And it's not in there that I saw of while quickly scanning through it. Um, and incidentally, their handball isn't in it either. Um, so yeah, make of that what you will. Because I'm looking for a screenshot of that if I'm being honest with you. Um, but at the time I shouted for it. And is them is there there's minimal contact in the one that they get at the end. Minimal. As Sui said earlier, there probably is contact, but it's minimal. Absolutely yeah. minimal. And at the time, it looked like there was contact on Foster, but it was minimal. Are they not the same? 
Well, exactly. I mean, what we're asking for there is um, fairness and referees who are competent, and we don't have that, do we, unfortunately? If if we were um, a club of Villa's level, we probably would have got it. Um, yeah, 100%. If we if if that was Villa, we'd have got it. And yeah, as, got as it. I said on the um, 60-second review, would Burnley have got that decision at the end? Would they bollocks? No, they wouldn't, no. Um, or we might have done if we were like 4-0 down, and it was like, just wouldn't have mattered. Um yeah, uh, there is minimal contact, um, and had Villa not got theirs, you would you would probably say it would be a soft penalty. But the fact that they got theirs means that we should have had that. Um, but no, I can't find it either because um, I was obviously watching on a perfectly fine device, and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can't find it either. So obviously they don't deem it big enough to talk about. Yeah, Certainly not enough like for a said, week's analysis. Anyway. It- no, I'm sure if it were Man United, it'd be a week's analysis. Uh, as yeah. as you are all aware, Sam isn't here. However, update, we've had a message yes, from Sam in the WhatsApp group. He says, just to let everyone know, Sam says, VAR is gosh darn rubbish. Love yep. you all, Tara. Love you yep. all, Tara. Um, so Sam yep. agrees that VAR is rubbish. Uh, however, speaking on the Lyle uh, incident, Sui says he falls over before the defender even touches him, so he's playing for it, so not a pen for me. I mean... I haven't seen it back, so I can't comment. But isn't that what the Villa guy was doing? Just a Villa guy probably waiting Villa for guy, contact. I'll call him Villa guy because I remember he was. But he went down with his arch, with his back arch, which straight away to me yeah. looks like you, you're waiting for it. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Went down just, like Kim Kardashian. Um, uh, Harry says, all we want is consistency. Uh, That's yeah, all we exactly want and we want it now. Yeah, exactly now. Uh, uh, Matthew Corbett says, the way he rolls around is shocking and Harry goes on to say he goes down after contact. Uh, I, sorry, mate, I can't comment. You lot argue in the comments, uh, if you will, <laughs> um, but I um, I uh, didn't get a chance to see it back, unfortunately. Um, I do want to bring something in because, as I've said, um, I have quickly been doing um, some... Uh, Production on the show, something I should probably do before the show, but I never do. I literally, I, I, like I said, I went to Villa Park yesterday. I drove there and I thought, oh, it's only a two-hour drive. It won't be that bad. I don't know what it was. I was knackered when I got home. So I went to bed at like 11 after watching Luke Littler. What a guy, by the way. Um, and not then I was knackered. 16, but moving on. <laughs> yeah, he's not. No way. Um, but uh, I was knackered anyway. So I got home, didn't get up while nine. So I'm not a chance to do all this. However... I've done it live, ladies and gentlemen. And um, the reason why I want to bring it in is because I was very critical of Sander Berg. I tweeted calling him a moron. And I will sit here and I will stand by that comment um, because I did have a comment. uh, Lyle Littler. Yeah, Lyle Littler. Sorry. (laughs) When I'm I'm talking, mate, it's it's fine. Um, It's just my iOS device. Um, But yeah, where were we? Sander Berg. Yeah, I tweeted on my personal account yesterday um, because I didn't want to put it on Turfcast. Uh, about him being a moron. Uh, and I had, uh, I think it's Robbie from No Near Never coming back at me, sort of like saying, that's a bit harsh, mate. You know, he's, uh, I think, what did he say here now? Um, I can't remember exactly. And I'm not for one second trying to throw Robbie under the bus here. I'm just sort of like giving background to the to the debate so we could all have the debate uh, with each other. Um, but um, I put, I don't have an issue with the Sander Red. He was a moron and no issues with the offsides. We're unlucky as they're so close, but offside is offside. That penalty at the end, though, is the softest you will see. And the handball was deliberate and a red. Anyway, Robbie then come back at harsh to call Bergen moron. Poor throw to him and then he takes a poor touch. It's either to allow Louise to run through to make it 3-1 or take the red. 
And then I said something like, uh, I said, I said something, it's right in front of me. How can you be so sure it would be 3 1? I'd agree it would be it would be a, a good chance for Villa. Good chance. But yeah. to say yeah, to say three one is uh, especially with their shooting boots yesterday. Um it's not to say it will be three one. Uh, he knows the back four are exposed if he lets Louise go, so the likelihood of Villa generate a big chance for it. And I agree with that. However, when you're all, pull him back and take the yellow when you're not already on the yellow. The first yellow yeah. may have been soft. The first yellow may have been soft. I, I didn't even see. I didn't even know he was booked, you know, until he got sent off. And I said to the guy next to me, when did he get booked? So that I didn't know he was booked. Nobody knew he was booked. So I don't know when that happened. But apparently it was soft for block, stopping a free kick or something. Um, so if that is the case, why are you doing that? It's stupid. And for all the praise that we've given Sander, and he's been fantastic this season, apart from the first five games, he has been brilliant. That was ridiculous from him yesterday. And it was a poor throw. But what I've done is I've screenshotted, and I'll bring it in now. So you can see there in the bottom of your corner, bottom of your picture, sorry, Charlie Taylor throwing the picture. Me and Neil are still here, don't worry. Um, it, that's, <laughs> the, the ball has been thrown. Look at the space that Sanders in. Look at the yeah. space that he's in there. He's in so much space. The fact that he's what? gone on to then lose the ball from that situation. The throw from Charlie wasn't great. I agree with Robbie on that. It's too yeah. late. It should have been a bit more direct, and that would have been better for Sander. And Sander didn't want it. You could tell he didn't want it. They should have thrown it up the line because Josh Brownell and Sander were in there being um, marked by that one guy who you can see that's now running towards... I, I need one of them laptops that, um, like, what's he called? James Lawrence Alcott has, so I can circle stuff. You. <laughs> I'll do that for next season. Um, you can see him now running towards Sander. He was the only person marking. Or is it the lad down at the bottom? It's a lad down at the bottom. It's a lad down at the bottom. Yeah. But anyway, this, this this guy comes in now. And look at how much time he's got there, Sander. The, the, ball, the ball wasn't great, but he should have had enough time to get his body in front of the man and stop him from nicking the ball. It's it's a poor throw from Charlie, I agree. But Sanders should not lose it from there. He shouldn't lose it from there. He just shouldn't. And then just to do what he does, by bringing by getting the yellow card, by fouling him, it's just, it's just, it's just so poor from Sander. And I'm I'm yeah, happy though. I'm happy to hear that he misses Tottenham now um and not Luton. But yeah, your thoughts on, think... on, on on Sander and the yellow card, mate. Well, the sending off. No, I agree, I agree with you, but I get Robbie's point. But if you if you if you look at the incidents as a whole, it was stupid to get the first book in anyway, which has then put him on a walk in a tightrope, as they say. And if you know that you've already been booked and what you're going to do is then going to get you sent off because we were still in the game. Um, 100%. It's more stupid to then for me to get the red. So, yeah, I agree that it was moronic because if you put it into context that you've already been booked for something stupid, don't, don't then do that because the ref's watching you. We know that the ref's not favouring us anyway. Don't give him a decision to make. He should have just let it go. He knew he'd gone. Just let it go. Um, and just have a bit more... I know we haven't, but just have a bit more faith that your teammates might have dealt with it afterwards. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I get I get both sides. It, You know, it's easy for us to say, OK, it happens very fast to the players down on the pitch, but it was stupid to get the first book in. And yeah. he needs to just be aware of what position he's going to put the rest of us under for the rest of the game. Because there was still quite a bit to go, of the game to go, wasn't there? I can't remember when it was. Yeah, really, the second half, weren't it? Like, the, yeah. The, so there's plenty the of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Um, if that's like 88th minute, fair enough. But not, not like you know, that early. It was, a bit, it was a bit moronic. It's stupid. It's stupid from him. It really, really is. Especially when you're already on a bucket. And I agree with you there, Stephen. To be honest, uh, the reason why I brought that screenshot in was to show people blaming Charlie. People were blaming Charlie, saying he shouldn't have thrown at him. Like Charlie's 
that the throw should have been better from Charlie. It's just it's just the same as what it was earlier in the season where you can look at it and say, that person's done something a little bit silly. That person's then done something a little bit. And it just builds into this momentum that the opposition mm -hmm. team have and we just end up doing stupid stuff. Um, John Robertson said, I think Berg was booked for a soft tackle in the play that led to Villa's second goal. Fair enough. Someone at the ground said it was for stopping a free yeah. kick. Um, I, I didn't even realise. That's probably why. I was probably fuming that they were celebrating and then he's probably pulled it back and got booked. But um, other than that, you know, I thought Sander... You know, was you know not horrendous, but not great at the same time. Um, probably one of his 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 quiet games, um, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it was a little bit silly. Um, and yeah, I'm happy that he misses. Um, as Stephen goes on to say, happy that he misses uh, Tottenham and not Luton. But yeah, um, I do want to go back to Lyle actually because obviously we've been talking about how good he is and stuff. Obviously, Afcon starts soon. It's January, isn't yep. it? Um, yeah. So. I think it's straight off the FA Cup, I think. Is it? I know. Well, that's, uh, well, I think they leave, don't they? They leave and they train for like two weeks before. So they have like a training camp first and then the games come in. Right, let's have a look. Uh, the first game, according to this, is the 13th of January. So, yeah, that's about right. The first game is the 13th of January, according to this. Yeah. So, a lot of teams around us, even Luton, even Luton are losing players to AFCON. Now, we are playing Luton around that time as well. So, I mean, mm. it's a shame Ross Barkley's not African because he's probably the only player that I look at and I think I would have. Um, but, yeah, that's a shame. But, um, yeah, Lyle staying while AFCON is on, which is now all confirmed. Vincent Company had said it a couple of weeks ago, but South African manager has come out and also agreed with that. Uh, so they won't be taking him. Um, that's not only going to be good for us, isn't it? We're going to get stronger yeah. as a lot of teams around us get weaker. Yes, we are, um, and it be, and Foster can have a run of games. He hasn't, um, bar an injury. There's no reason why he won't play every week, um, and we might get even more stronger because the windows open tomorrow. So let's see what uh, what happens. We might have th three, four loan signings in. I can't see us signing anyone permanent, personally. Um, I think we'll play the loan market, but um, we might have some new faces as well as keep Lyle while the others lose them. So we'll, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be a lot stronger. Harry and says then that goes 10 wins in a row incoming. Well, that goes back to what we were saying earlier. If we can if we can get we don't need 10 wins, but we need maybe four because it's and some of them to be against the teams around us. If we get them whilst they're weaker and we're stronger, then who knows? We might scrape it, but it's unlikely. I see yeah, I said uh, that. I said that after uh, after Fulham Europa push. No, I said Champions League, didn't I? Yeah, I'm happy did. to settle. I'm happy to settle for Europa. Um yeah. Tell you what, mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial here and say I'll settle for Conference League right now. Well, yeah, that's fine. Um, I still think it's on. But no, I'm yeah, uh, that's a part. I want to talk about um, Trafford in a second, but Suey does say yeah. it's the Asia Cup two at the same time. That's a point. Forest lose six or seven. You know what? It's a shame. And I know there's a Forest fan in the chat, but it is a shame that Forest have just won two games in a row, isn't it? It really, really is. But this is what I mean. Like every time I look at a team and think. They're in trouble. If we put a run together, yeah. we can catch them. They turn into Real Madrid. Bournemouth did it. Forest have done it. Palace won yesterday. That's their catalyst. Don't, just you just you watch. They win three or four games in a row now and probably yeah. finish ninth. Um, and then Brentford are next. And then that's it. You know, the, the gap at the minute, I, I, we'll bring the league table in, 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 in a minute. Uh, and and say uh, and say uh, what we think about it, but um, yeah, I think the gap now uh, is becoming. Considering Everton may get like four points back as well, which is bullshit. In the just make a decision and stick to it. Get take ten off and back it, or don't take any off them, or take six off them. That now we don't know where we stand with that. 
Um, yeah. Stephen Berry, good point. Ivan Tony back soon for Brentford. However, they, yeah, they I don't keep think him. he's going to play for him. him. I don't think he's going to no. play for him. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of clubs. Um, there's a lot of uh, big clubs want strikers. Man United, Arsenal are looking at him. Yeah. Um, I think he'll go somewhere like that. Yeah, I tell you what, just sticking with Lyle, because I've had a comment here from a name I'm not even going to try and pronounce. Um, he says, or she, um, why did Foster dive there? Could have taken that with his weaker foot rather than trying to win a pen. This is what I said at the time to the guy next to me, because I was like, sure, that's a pen. And he said, I don't know. He can't really tell from here. And I said, but why would he have gone down after his cut inside there? It was one-on-one. Why would he go down? Yeah. Just smack it. Just smack it. Yeah, it's just one of those decisions they make on the pitch, isn't it? Whereas we talk about Berger's decision, Berger, Berger's decision to do that. Um, that was just like getting it wrong. They, they do it, don't they? Heat at the moment. Yeah, um, fair enough. Look, at, when he looks back at it, he'll probably realise that he probably at the time he probably didn't think the shot was on. Um, because it happens very fast, doesn't it? Not... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Let's move on then to Trafford, because. Um, now, there was a spell in the second half, admittedly after we went down to 10 men, where a lot of Villa fans took great pleasure in reminding me yesterday that, you know, that Villa were very on top. Uh, and they were at that point. And, you know, they just didn't have the shooting boots on. They hit so much over the bar. And someone came at me saying, well, I'd like uh, X3, 3XG higher than Burnley or something. Um, but despite all that, Trafford made a lot of good saves as well again, didn't it? And mm, it it's did. now, what, four games in a row where we sat here talking about how good he is? But then... You sometimes still put a, a tweet out or a, or a Facebook post out praising him and you'll still get some comments saying, he can't command his box, bloody useless. But it's like he four can't. games in a row now where he's absolutely been fantastic and it's time that we started giving him some credit for the type of goalkeeper that he is, I think. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we always have to say this. When we were, on his back seems a bit harsh, but when we were saying he wasn't ready, I stand by that. He wasn't ready at the start of the season. He looked lost. He looked like a deer Yeah, no, lost. I agree. Completely agree. But I would say he is now. You keep him in now. As uh, Yes, his game's not there. He's tw- what is he, 20 years old? Um, 21, 20. 20- 21, uh, he's not going to be the complete goalkeeper. We get this wrong every week. I know. He's not going to be the complete goalkeeper. So, 21. yes, his distribution is not there. He hasn't got command of his area. But he's he's shot-stopping and his confidence at being a goalkeeper, which is a fundamental part of goalkeepers, keep it out of the net. He's he's shot-stopping. He's he's getting better. And he's looking more like he he feels he belongs in that goal, if that makes sense. Um, At the start of the season, I think he just looked lost and overwhelmed. Whereas now I think he even he's starting to think, yeah, I'm the goalkeeper here and it is. And the distribution and stuff, Vinny can work with that. I'm sure that they would have bought him 
knowing that he hasn't got it, but they but seeing that he's got the potential to pick that up or to develop it, as opposed to uh, squaring out and buying a keeper who's already got it. Um, so yeah, he's been phenomenal the last four games, um, and um, it's good to see. Um, we've always known there's a keeper there. There were just elements of the of, of the the game that at the time of the season we we the club the team didn't need. But um, yeah, it's to keep him in now. Keep him in. There's no reason for him to go now. Yeah. And, and that's the uh, president of the Murich fan club saying that, everybody. Yeah, I was just going to say, so I think we probably have to, uh, 2024, we'll mark the end of that, um, I think. Um, yeah. I'm not going to start a Trafford one. Um, I might start a Burge one. But, um, yeah, I think um, he's grown into it and it's good to see. Um, and I think we're starting to see what Finney saw and Pace or whoever, what scout, well, it's probably Vinny because he come from City, uh, what they yeah. saw in him uh, at the start, the potential that's there. Um, taking steps towards that now, I think. I know he conceded, um, but he has made some great saves um, in the last three, four games. Yeah, um, I mean, he conceded, but I don't think any of them you can look at that and say, no, no, I mean, yesterday, no, yesterday was one of those games where, like I said at the start, it, there's nothing really we can criticize what Burnley have done on the pitch for, really, as opposed to start, at the start of the season. It's more we've been hard done to that we're talking about. Uh, performance-wise, I think it was quite good. And performances are getting there. And, um, you know, when I was questioning Vinny a couple of weeks ago, and I, I just said that if we need to start seeing that they are learning and, and performances are getting there. And we are. We are seeing yeah. that now. That's the point, Neil. Are you completely mm. forgot about that. Let's bring that up. Mm. You did say a couple of weeks ago, as you've just said, you know, you want to see yeah. more from this team or you are going to start being VK out. You weren't VK out at yeah. the time. But you said no. I want to see more, or I will be. What's your thoughts on yeah. it right now? Um, I'm I'm starting to see that 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 it is getting there, and that they are. I think he's still getting certain things wrong. But what I, I, I sort of said it earlier. What I like now is that he's showing a bit of fire. I was, I loved yeah. that he was angry yesterday. I loved it. I loved that he yeah, came out and he said he was frustrated, and you you could tell he was because he was think he was being very careful about what what he said. I loved it. Absolutely loved it because he wasn't doing that at the start of the season. And it shows that the fight, and it shows that the fight's there, and that what his anger and his fight will translate to the players, and that's all I want is just to see us. Because I've accepted we're going down, but just go down fighting, and that's all I want. Because at the start of the season, it looked like we we're just going down with a whimper, like no, uh, we're not good enough for little boys going down. But it looks like we, if when we go down, it'll be fighting, and that's all I wanted. Just go down fighting, and uh, yeah. So at the minute, I am. But having said that, I've said this all along. Tomorrow. If we announce two wingers coming in, no, no, man. Yeah, imagine need, two two yeah. left wingers as well. Two, two left, left wingers, wingers as yeah, well. uh, yeah, and then and then yeah, I think all hell will break loose. I think I would be uh, right behind you with that one. Um, but um, I do want to quickly talk about because uh, there was a comment in the chat earlier from Andrew who does the, some of the fan reactions for us, and um, there was a message sent to me yesterday. Uh, by Graham Jennings on Twitter, who said, if I can find it, uh, oh, it's the last tweet you put out. Has Oh, no, that's not the right one. Um, where's it gone now? Where's it gone now? Yeah, sorry, Graham, I can't find it. It was something along the lines of, um, are people happy in the... Oh, here it is. Question for the full-time show. Um, I would ask at the time, but I often missed it due to the time difference. Can't remember where I live, I think it's Canada. Um, do we actually enjoy being in the Premier League? My enjoyment for the league is seriously low. And just to bring the comment in from Always Clarity, he says, genuinely, 
Are we happy with just staying up? Let's be honest, this season hasn't been fun up to now. Last year was incredible. Would we be happy to go down this season to have another year like that? Kind of a similar question. Um, but I always feel like it's... like People always say, I hate the Prem. It's rubbish. Um, because we're getting beat all the time in the Prem. If we got to a point where we are as good as Brighton, which I think is a very good team to, to look at and emulate, because... You know, we are just as big, if not bigger, than Brighton historically. A lot of people will look at the fact that they now get a lot higher attendances than us uh, uh, and try and refute that, but I would disagree. Um, <clears throat> and then we would enjoy the Prem because we're not just the aim is it just to stay up then. The aim is to, to finish into Europe and then progress and, and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong, last season was my favourite ever season following Burnley. Mm. And if if we go down and have another season like that, I would love it. But I don't want to go down. I, I want to be at the top table. I want to see Burnley play against the very best. And I want to see Burnley do well against the very best. So I mm. will have a good time next year if we do as well as we did last year, which I think we will. I think with the team that we've got and the system now being well in place, unless we have another year where we just have to rip it all up and start again, which would be ludicrous, mm -hmm. then we will walk it. But um, yeah, I don't want to go down because I want to be at the top table. Um, but I do think that next year will be absolutely fantastic. Get your comments in. Everyone wants Neil, to do that, don't they, mate? Please, mate. Uh, well, for me, if you... Of course you want to stay up. That's that's the whole point of a team that's just come up is surely it's just to stay up and then you build from that. So Vinny keeps us up. He's got a bigger budget than he would last year. He can keep all the players um, and then add to them with probably another 100 wingers. But the idea is that we stay up and then we progress and then next year we move to mid-table and then the year after we maybe solidify around there for a little bit and then after that push for Europe. Surely that's what the, the point is. For me, there's no point in coming up thinking, oh, this is shit, go down just to enjoy it, to then come back up and go, oh, this is shit, to go down again. Yeah, There's no point. There's no point. Yeah. Everybody in football wants to be in this league. I know it's, I know money's ruined it. I know Sky's ruined it and all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, it's where you want to be. Financially, um, reputation-wise, um, just for the pure quality of the football you'll see, everybody wants to be in this league. Um, and for me, yeah, you've got to be happy staying up, surely, and then you progress from there. You're not happy if, we stay up and then we're still buying players from the championship. You want us to be sort of bringing some names in and, and um, as I say, moving up. So, um, yeah, what's the point? If you don't want to be in this league, what's the point? Yeah. You might as well just, you might as well just want the Super League and just have all the, all the rest of the Prem go and we'll just stay. Um, it's, it's always been a controversial opinion from me, but I, I wouldn't be asked with the Super League. And now I mate, know I people... I know people will go on like, oh, the money will leave the Prem, and of course it will, but the Prem yeah. will be better for it, and it'll be more entertaining yeah. to watch, but you might see more... The Prem will be like last year. ...which is the other side of it. The Prem, the Prem would be like the Championship. It wouldn't be dominated by those six or seven clubs, but yeah. um, but ultimately, you want you want to go, you want to have teams like us, like Luton, like Sheffield United, playing against the very best. We've got the world champions in exactly, our league. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the very best players play for the world champions, and they're in the same league as us, coming to our grounds and we're going to their grounds. And that's what it's about. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, Fanatez says, depressing trying to compete with the oil money. Uh, Harry says, there's potential in this side to play in Europe. We'd have to say we want to stay in the championship. Matthew uh, says, honestly, I like winning every game, but I love the gritty wins against decent Prem teams like Fulham, like beating stinking teams. Uh, well, I think Just to go back to that first comment there, Fanatez. mate, we're not competing. We're not competing against our own money, though. We're not competing with them. We're competing with the rest. The top seven, let them fight amongst themselves. Anything from them is a bonus. We're competing with the rest. And yeah. the rest, 
our teams who've come up and stayed up, which is what we need to do. Yeah, yeah, agree with that. Harry says the big club bias is infuriating, but you want to see the club go as far as possible. Some of the biggest spenders in the Prem uh, without the big six would. Uh, Fanates says felt like we'd won the World Cup after beating Rovers at home last de- uh, December. That's probably one of um, yeah, uh, one of my um, my favourite games. That especially at the turf. Uh, just to go back to Harry's point, he missed the word forward off it earlier. I, well, I thought it didn't make sense. Um, and always Claret says, I find it difficult because we don't want to stay up every year, which is what we all do, which is what we were doing under Dice. As long as we do progress, I'd be happy. And even with relegation, I think we are progressing. I think you can see we are progressing as a club. Off the pitch, there's some stuff that needs to be better. Uh, I feel like mm-hmm. the club have, uh, have um, got some stuff wrong off the pitch this year. But even then, I feel like we're still progressing because we're now trying to crack the American market and stuff like that. And you've got people like JJ Watt. No. Yeah. Trying to trying to make us big in other countries. If you if you look at where the club was three years ago and where the club is now, there's no doubt exactly, it's, yeah. it's it's been modernised. I would say it's it's definitely better run. It's modernised. They're not getting everything right. They've got quite a lot wrong this season, to be fair. Um, but they will get it right. Um, the smart business people they'll get it right. And um, where the club was and where the club is now, hundred percent is better. Hundred percent. Yeah. Stadium, yep. Stadium's been more up to date. I know it still needs a little bit of work, but it's more up to date. Everything's more with the state. I completely agree with the stadium. They've done what they can. Like it actually yeah. now. When I I sometimes watch like away teams vlogs and at night especially, it looks so much better from yeah. that angle. Looking at us with all the big screens and the LEDs. Yeah. But there's only so much you can polish the Bob Lord and the cricket field stand for for, for want of a better phrase. You can only polish a turd term a turd so much, but. Mm. They're always going to look like that unless we knock them down. And I, th- I think yeah, exactly. what they can with the stadium. We, we need to we need to probably knock them down and, and rebuild. But that's just that's just so much money. Uh, and you're probably going to need to be focusing on the, the the playing side of it rather than that side of it. Yeah, and Brighton there uh, that comment. Brighton is a perfect example. I think every club in the Prem looks at the Brighton is, model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, I think even some of the bigger clubs look at the Brighton model. Um, it's seamless. They've got a structure in place. They've got a style of play that they want to identify with. They they they, they get managers who like that uh, who like that uh, style of play can come in and do it, and they buy players for that system rather than buying players for the sake of it. So that model yeah. that Brighton do, I think every club in the Premier League is trying to do that in some way. Definitely. Yeah, and and this is what I mean. Like we we are doing we are doing that. We're bringing players in, like we're bringing players in, young players who we can sell on for big money, who if mm. we don't sell them on because we're staying in the Prem, we can keep them and they will get better and better and better. You know, yeah. the likes of Corley Orshaw, Audebert, Trafford, they're all going to be class. Some of them are class now and they're like 14 practically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all, they're all going to be really, really good. So I, I do feel like we are doing the right thing. And even with relegation, I know your typical people, you know, that the you know the, the Facebook dads and and the and the same people on Twitter that win <laughs> every single week will complain. I say that like we're not Facebook dads, but you know what I mean. Um but, but the same people that complain every single week when we get relegated, they're like, hey, here we go, Alan Pace, out of my club, because they can't yeah. look at the bigger picture, they just can't. And we are progressing even with relegation, which I do feel is imminent, and we'll get onto that in just a second. Um, yeah, I, I feel progression is definitely being made. Yeah, 100%. It really is on and off the pitch. And um, and I do think that everybody who's bought into it is here for long term. I don't think there's anybody... I don't think JJ is going to clear off. I don't think Alan Pearce is going to clear off. I don't think Vinny will of his own choice. Um, I think everybody's in it for long term. Everybody's bought in. Um, and I, I think the players are as well. 
I don't think they've been missold anything. I think the players know exactly what's happening there. Um, everybody at that club is is all running the same direction or whatever phrase I'm looking for. Yeah, I agree. This this comment always makes me laugh, and uh, it's not a dig. At, it's not a dig at you, Sue. But this is what every like every time I try and talk about off the pitch, I'm talking a bit broader than the food at half time. But every time I say <laughs> off the pitch, we're doing well. It was like, yeah, but the food's always sold out. I, I get it. Yeah, that, I know. I know Russell Ball needs to do better with the food if it is Russell Ball's job. But it, I presume it is because he's the fan experience guy. He says uh, need to sort out the half time food out though. I don't know how they can run out of pies or. Or not have staff on every checkout. Some people are buying three or four, mate. Some people are just fat bastards, mate. It, it must. Just Some people that. buy Some three people. or four. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I, I agree. There's been a lot of comments about the championship next season, which uh, how well we would do. But before we discuss that, which I do want to discuss, we are pushing for time now. Uh, me and yeah. Neil might not look like it, but we do have lives, uh, unfortunately, for you guys. Um, so I will bring in the Premier League table now, uh, and we'll be looking at um, our thoughts on it. So we are currently. Is that any good for you guys? Can you see it well? I will make it a little bit bigger for you because I know Same I know a lot of you like to watch us. I know there a lot you of you like to watch on the big TV. That's probably a bit too much, isn't it? I know I know a lot of you like to watch on the big TV, but some will be watching on phones, uh, and those watching on phones won't be able to see uh, too much on that. So there you go. That's better, right? So I say better uh, that the actual league table is a shocker. Um, but now we are currently... Look at form, though. Form-wise, we've got some green in there compared to Brentford. I'd rather have our form than Brentford's. I agree, oh, but I'd rather yeah. have their league position. I'd rather um, have their points, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, a bird yeah. in the bush is worth two in the hand, as you say, or, or, or whatever. It might, might be the other way around. A bird, in the hand is, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. There you go. We've got, right yeah. got birds. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we, we are second bottom on, on 11 points. 11 points after 20 games is pretty... Pretty poor, um, but signs of improvement. Mm -hmm. We've all talked about that a million times. And then Luton yeah. now, who have a game in hand on us due to the Tom Lockyer incident, which has galvanised yeah. them, um, have a game in hand on us and are four points ahead of us. So this is what I mean about that game. It's 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 not even avoid defeat. If we if if we have to win that match, we have to win that match and close that gap down to one point um, yeah. because that will if if they go seven points clear of us at this stage with Everton likely to get some points back, Brentford on 19 points, then it's it, it's 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 end of chat. It really, really is. Um, it is. Uh, I, I do think with Luton, though, their style of play and the size of the squad, I don't think it's sustainable. I, I think we're going to see them run out of steam at some point. Um, I agree. I, I think they're riding on the crest of a wave at the minute because of that are, yeah. incident. Um, although even yesterday, I was, like I said, I was at Villa Park. I saw the third go in. And then I was like, right, let's go and sit in my seat. Check checked the results at half time. I was like, when they scored twice. Like, we wouldn't have done that. We wouldn't have galvanized and given ourselves a chance. We'd have just accepted defeat. And that's what Luton have got. That's what they've got. That's well, the only thing I would take of theirs. They well, have that I think, fight. Although we did show a bit of fight. Yeah, they do. The it, well, I was going to say, I think earlier in the season, I would agree with that, that we would have just accepted it and gone down. But I do think there's a little bit of fight in those boys now. Um, and we probably would get galvanized by something like that. Um, yeah. Now, I think. Um, whether the quality is there or not, I don't know. But we definitely, we have got fight now. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Luton, Luton will run out of steam. So I'm not worried about them. For me, it's a case of catching up with, forget Everton. It's not It's not a true reflection of where they are. So we need to catch yeah. Brentford, really. Because Luton, I do think, will drop down. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I still think we finish above Luton. I just think we finish 18. No, I, I, yeah, I do. I think we finish above Luton. Because as I say, their style of play, they can't sustain that. 
with that I mean, did you watch? The, did you watch the game against Sheffield United? Two own goals. Sheffield United yeah. were in control, and then they scored two own goals. I'm sorry, yeah. and I know again, Luton fans for whatever reason have taken this weird dislike against Burnley, or, or a couple of them. Ollie, if you're watching, I'm talking about you. Um, I've taken this weird dislike against Burnley, so they won't be happy. But how lucky can you get? I get that you met your own <laughs> luck in a way, but two own goals. Two own goals. That that that's not going to last. That's not going to last. Yeah. No, it's not. It won't. And the physical side of it, it's just it. it they'll, they'll run out of steam. They will run out yeah. of steam. As Sui says, uh, fight only gets you so far. All three promoted teams will go down. Sadly, yeah, I agree. And we're all talking yeah. about Brentford. And I agree with Harry that in a minute they'll just go, they'll just win four games in a row. That's what every team does. Um, as as soon as as soon as we do it, yeah, Harry. Sheffield United fans are far worse. Um, but we all we've known that for several years. They've been bitter since two thousand and nine, mate. So it's expected from them. But Luton just come out of nowhere, and I, I, I kind of respected Luton. I don't really get it. Uh, Chaser Dream says Luton could have beaten Chelsea, missed the chance after making it three two. Then they hit the crossbar twice and a goal disallowed. They were unlucky. They were unlucky at the end of it. I agree with that. But they were pretty poor up until the running of that. Um, so yeah, looking at that league table, Neil. Um, forget Everton, like you said. So the gap is essentially eight points. It's eight points to Brentford. Mm. Bearing in mind, Brentford aren't going to lose every single week. They will pick up form. They will start winning games yeah. again. Um, they might. It might get worse before it gets better, as somebody has said, because you know Afcon uh, and you know they've got quite a few players going to Afcon. Do yeah. you think we're going to catch anyone? Are Brentford realistically catchable? No, I personally don't think so. But um, it's a weird time to ask right before the transfer window opens, isn't it? Um, uh, True. No, I don't. I don't think so. But I don't think the gap will be as big as it is. I think we'll close some back. Beat Sheffield yeah. United, beat Luton. That's six points that we've got. But uh, really, you can call it twelve because we've took three off them. Um, yeah. Then we have to beat Brentford, which will be at home. Will it? Yeah, it'll be at home. Won't yes. It? Yes. Win that. Yes. Um, and that essentially causes six points. So it is doable, I think. But I just think we'll run out of games to do it. I think. Um, yeah, I, I, that, that's 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 what I agree with. I just think we will get yeah. better, and we will have a better second half of the season, and we will see some big wins against some good teams. And I think we'll beat pretty much a lot of teams in and around us. But it, it'll just be too much, and that's what happened the year we went yeah. down. Like we were better. But we, yeah. we just got off to such a slow start. And in the Premier League, it catches up with you. Like last season, we had a slow start, but it didn't matter because you play so many yeah. games. I think that's a lot where, of dross in that league. Yeah, there is. I think that's where a lot of the frustration at the early stage of this season came from is that we're, and I think Sam made the point several times, is that in the Premier League, there isn't the time for a slow start. Yeah. It's not, It's you know, you have to pick up points, um, which we are doing, but I just think we will run out of games uh, eventually. Um, yeah. But, all we've wanted is to just look like we're belonging and go down fighting. And I think we will, as opposed to just fizzling down like we yeah, were. I agree. Uh, Fanates, I just want to bring this coin up. He says, uh, or she, I don't know. Um, Taking my bodies on the Clarets tour in Jan. Looking forward to seeing the improvements made behind the scenes on my last tour in the 90s. I saw somebody put a picture up yesterday of a Clarets tour. Is this a thing? Where do I get involved in this? I want to take part yeah, go uh, to the ticket on a website, tour. mate. Go ticket to the website. ticket website, I think it is, and they've got select dates and a time slot and you book a time slot. Fair enough. Uh, my dog's just been sick behind me, which is lovely. Lovely um, stuff. But, uh, yeah, lovely stuff. Um, thanks for that, Otis. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's just mainly string, so he's obviously been eating one of his toys. Um, so hopefully he's, he's not going to die behind me. Um, but I will start wrapping up. But there is another question that I do want to ask because it was a big talking point in the chat. 
Um, I can't find it anymore. Uh, about uh, James Lad says, Morning, fellas. Pissed off still from yesterday. I have no words yet. Sorry, mate. Missed that at the time. Morning, mate. Same. Uh, a lot of people saying how easy the championship will be next year. Well, not easy, but how much we will walk it. Can't find any of your comments. Sorry, guys. I mean, I love the, the championship commenting laws. The championship. But we will though, walk it next season, right? We will. If you look at if you look at what's happening this season, it's just the prem on a smaller scale. It's the it's the bigger teams who come down who walk it every year. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just the same as the prem really because the money difference between going up, it's the money difference essentially. Um, unless they're a fine because they kept most of their players. Um, yeah. But it's just it's just the prem on a smaller scale. The same teams who go down will be the ones coming up again. Yep, and that will be us. I do think we will walk yep. it. However, I do think we will lose some players. I think Trezor leaves, and I think Andoni leaves. I think them two are pretty much guaranteed to leave. Brownhill, yep. Brownhill could be in, leaving as well, not necessarily because of the relegation. Like he's out of contract. Like somebody, I think as of what day is it today? It's the thirty first. As of tomorrow, he can talk to other clubs. I think is mm-hmm. that the rule? He can talk to other uh, clubs. Yeah, as of I think tomorrow. so. Yeah, yeah. So we could lose Josh. And I know a lot of people have given him a stick this year, but he's got a lot better over the last few weeks. And he is now covering that. He's allowing Sander to be the player he is by doing what he does in the middle of the park. Um, so, yeah, Trezor leaves, in my opinion. Andouni leaves, I think. Foster, with Brownhill as well, mate. Um, go on. Sorry to go back there. With If if, if Pace and company get wins that Josh is thinking of leaving, they might cash in in Jan anyway. Yeah, well, Harry says... And and Matthew goes on. I did not. I didn't. I was not aware of this. So oh that's, well, that's there you go. Fair enough. We yeah. have we have an extension in our favour. That signed the ting. Force him to sign the ting, lads, please. Um, why haven't we triggered that already? I do not know. Um, well, but... just to just to add to that then. So, and this is me with my football manager expertise. If, I need to get back into that, by the way. But go I on. Mean, it's so good. Uh, anyway, if they, uh, it's not an ad, by the way. If if um, <laughs> they do decide. That if if Josh says oh, I want to leave, then extend the contract so we have to get a fee for him so we can't go for nothing because it'd be criminal to let him go for nothing. Well, breaking news, and this isn't me saying Josh has signed a contract. I have somebody's thinking. I know for a fact that that is exactly what Blackburn Rovers have done with two of their players. They have given them new contracts, not in the same situation, but they have given them new contracts on higher um, money with the thought process of selling them in January. I'm not going to say the two, but you can guess them because mm-hmm. you just look at the news and the two players that have signed contracts recently. And I know for a fact that's that's the plan that Blackburn are doing. They're giving players yes. contract extensions with the viewer getting rid of him in January or the summer. So, yeah, even if we do want to get rid of him, which I don't think we should, um, then, yeah, he needs to sign a new contract now or he can he can talk talk to teams tomorrow. We might wake up tomorrow. I don't... Neil, you're, you're like me, um, on the wrong side of 30. But I don't know if you remember... Um, Maybe in the 30s, mate. The rap, Thanks for that. Gonna, <laughs> the right <laughs> side of 30, actually. Um, it's... it's. Um, do you remember that when the transfer window opened? I can't remember what year it got. It was like... It would have been like 2007, 2008, probably a little bit even before then. And we woke up on New Year's Day, still hungover, still pissed, if I'm being honest with you, at that age. Um, yeah, I was the fact that then, yeah. I- I- Adi had just signed for Burnley again. <laughs> So hopefully we yeah, wake up it. to the news that we just wake up to the news that Brownell's yeah. contract's been triggered. Yeah, mate, deals are done early December. They just don't announce it till yeah. January. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure whoever we're going after is probably already in place. 
Yeah, Fernandez does say VK laughed off the thought of Browner leaving. Ross Williamson goes on to say he's our player of the season so far. I think that's probably a bit of a stretch, mate. Um, but uh, he's definitely been good. And it's Scott goes to say, imagine the championship team. Yeah, that's what I'm just getting into now, mate. So in the championship, we're probably uh, is Taylor out of contract this summer as well. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, he is. I think. Um, he is so. It, it, well, it depends what league we're in with that. Uh, I guess with Taylor, um, but you've got, we're going to have Trafford in there. It'll, it'll be class in the team. He's showing now he's he's going to be a very good keeper, and he'll have a year of Premier League experience, so he'll be good in there. As Scott goes on to say, Bear, Foster, I'm not so sure um, if he will stay. Corley Oshaw, Ramsey. I'm not a massive fan of him at the minute. Every time he comes on, he seems to mess up. Uh, but with a bit more time and, and you know a year of experience, he, he will get better. Uh, Josh Brownhill and Sander Burke, that, that midfield in the Championship will literally just... It will just dominate. Do you remember that game against Preston where we were camped in our half, in their half? It'll just be yeah. like that because them two will just be like, nope, nobody getting yeah. past them. But yeah, that that will be... that we, we, we will have such a good team in the Championship next season. My only worry of the Championship is at the minute in the Championship, there are four good teams. You've got Leicester, Ipswich, Leeds and Southampton. Only three of them can go up. So one of them, and at the minute it's looking like Leeds, will stay down. So we will have a bit of a battle on our hands uh, with top spot. And then you've got, obviously, Sheffield United coming down, and I think they might be a little bit poor. And Luton come down, who I'm not sure they're going to be great either in the Championship, because you can't really battle your way out of the Championship. But... Sheffield no. um, United yeah, might have done a sale as well. Because I think True, there is that. Yeah, I think they're not looking good. Crippled. Yeah. Yeah. Good point by Brexit geezer with a picture of dice. Love that. Uh, worst comes to worst, we can have cover for Browner with Hanno and Misengo. Yep. I genuinely forget about him sometimes, you know, even though he is literally an Instagram god. I was going to say, his social media content is incredible. That that video, man. That, oh, mate. Did, yeah, yeah. I said to I said to the lad that sent it me like as if as he edited that because if he's edited that and shot it all himself, he's actually a talented lad at video editing and stuff as well. Well. Um, but that's the point. We have Josh Cullen as well. Cullen, Brownell and Berg. He was a Championship Player of the Year last year. He was another one I forgot about him. Um, yeah, yeah Masengo start on Friday. That's a point against Spurs. I would say so. Uh, it'd be interesting. And then we've got Benson and Zorori as well if we don't sell them. So, yeah, Championship next season. It, we are going to be in it, but I think we will be fine. Uh, however, Stephen Berry says Luton can't keep barking in the Championship. I'm not sure why. But, um, yeah, we'll start wrapping it up. I've got some sick to clean up behind me. Um, which is is wonderful. <laughs> is he alive, Otis? Yeah, he's alive. He's not dead, so yeah. I don't have a, uh, I don't have anything uh, untoward to do. Um, but uh, yeah, needs to clean up some sick. But uh, yeah, Neil. First of all, thank you for coming on the show. It's a pleasure. No great worries, to see you. Hope you have a lovely New you Year, too, and I hope you've you had, too, a, had a great Christmas. Yes, you too. It's been uh, yeah, it's been magical. Yep. Um, just just looking at the comments, Chase of Dream says, "Why is Benson not in the squad?" Uh, I'm not sure, mate. I think he's injured again, isn't he? I, I don't. I know. think he's injured, I, but at this point, he's more of a hype man, isn't he? He's just always around yeah. the turf, meeting people. Um, yeah, he is. He is. He is. Yeah. Uh, what a lad. What a lad. But yeah, we'll wrap it up yeah. there, everybody. As I've said to Neil, thanks for coming on the show, mate. It's been a pleasure. Um, no thanks again to everybody that's been commenting, everybody that's been watching. If you've watched us on your big TV, don't forget to take a picture uh, and tag us in it on Twitter. Uh, I, I do love the big TV pictures. I really, really do. Um, I like that one we get most weeks of the media wall. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Cold, yeah. cold boxing, something like that. Cold, yeah. cold show boxing. Um, yeah, that's a fantastic media wall. It puts. Me, I was very impressed when I got mine. I was like, this is a good media wall. This, and then he sends pictures into that, just destroying it. Um, yeah. 
2024 could only get better, says Chaser Dream. Let's remember what we've achieved this year, mate. Let's remember what we've achieved this year. I know it's not great at the minute, but we've done a lot this year. We've progressed a lot as a club, uh, both on and off the pitch, in my opinion. And progress is still going to be there, despite the relegation. But thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Big thank you for Neil to coming on the show. And a big thank you to everybody who's been commenting. Um, I will probably do a pre-game show for Spurs. Um, because it's the FA Cup. I'm not really bothered for it, though, uh, if I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so we will see. We will see. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This time I'm definitely going to end it, and I will see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.